Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Joining me now on the program. And he will be representing New Zealand for the first time. Previously, has represented the Netherlands. Is the world number twenty-three across eight ball, nine ball, and ten ball? These days, based in Hamilton, Marco Toysha. Evening to you, Marco. Welcome. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about these World Championships. How often are they staged? Uh, the World Championship is um, the eight ball is once a year. Uh, there's like three world championships a year. So there's like the A-ball, uh, you have the non-ball and the 10-ball. So uh, the one that we play in Puerto Rico will be the, the world A-ball. And how many countries are represented normally, Marco, there or thereabouts? I would say pretty much like every country has like at least like one player pretty much that I know of. And, and what's the format? How does the format work? Um, I... I think you play in a, a, a double um, elimination uh, format uh, till the knockout stage. So I would I would think it uh, will be till the last 64, and then it's a straight knockout usually. Mm. And generally, when you get to the last 64, how many frames do you play? What is it, what is it the best of? Um, I haven't checked the races uh, in the A ball because it's been it's been uh, it's been many years ago that the they have uh, a World A-Ball Championships. Uh, the last couple of years, I, w- I would say the last years, it's been only the 10-Ball the, the and the 9-Ball. Um, but yeah, this one, uh, there will be the 8-Ball. So I, I would say like a race to 8, a race to 9 uh, frames. Yes, yeah, so 8 or 9 frames. If you win the 9 frames, you progress in the early rounds. If you do lose, you do get a second life. Let's talk about this. Yeah. some of the New Zealand players because I've been lucky enough to witness some very good young talent coming through. Sheridan Burmester and Kieran Dempsey. Uh, how do you rate these two young players? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're really talented players. Um, you have like Sheridan. He's been, uh, he's been doing really well. He's been putting a lot of time in the last couple of years. Uh, he recently won the, the the New Zealand A Ball Championship, so in the for the men's, so that's a, that's a really good result. Uh, then you have uh, Kieran Dempsey, is like a really young talent, like really good fundamentals and a really strong player in New Zealand. And of course, you have Alex Sandras. Um, yes, he's one of the top um, female players in New Zealand um, mm-hmm. in the juniors category. Um, so and they're playing the world. Junior nine ball championship, so they don't play an A ball. Yeah, no, I've watched a lot of Alex Andres and a real talent, as is Kieran Dempsey, as is Sheridan Burmester. Um, how much yeah. of it, and I know having spoken to both those guys, you know, they'll talk to you about how much of it is mental, how much of it it's just having that top two inches. Um, and, you know, uh, sometimes they lose games on some pretty simple shots. How much of that comes down to experience? Um, I would, yeah, I would say probably 80%. Um, yeah, especially in the high level, it's just really hard to uh, 
to deal with a small mistake, uh, especially the level is real high. So you just you're talking about like maybe like one or two mistakes in a match that sometimes can cost you the the the, the match. You know, so uh, when you make that mistake early in the match, it's you know it's sometimes hard to hard to deal with. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've uh, been playing for many years, and uh, you know, you you start to understand yourself a bit better, so you know how to deal with it, and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Marco, in terms of the best players in the world, um, when we think of eight ball and nine ball, we think of movies like The Colour of Money, the Paul Newman movie years ago, The Hustler. And so therefore, yeah. and we tend to associate pool tables with American bars, and therefore we probably believe that the Americans may be the best at pool. Is that the case? What countries these days have the best players? Um, no, I wouldn't say just Americans. I think I think it's majority of the, the Europeans that are doing really well the last couple of years. Uh, you, of course, you have the Asians; they're really good. Um, but I would say I would say with the eight ball, it's a bit hard to say because it's 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 mainly about the break. Um, the break is like the, the the spread of the balls is the main the the most important thing on the high level because uh, yeah, like the level, the skill level is like pretty much all the same when it comes to the the top 32 um, players in the in the world in the world mm. championships. Yeah, I mean we've all s- s- on the table. We've all had a break, whether it be across eight ball or whether it be across the nine ball or ten ball format. How much practice can you put into that, and how much can you control um, the break in terms of the distribution of the balls on the table? Yeah, I mean the control of the break is. Uh, yeah, it's like it's the most important thing. I mean, you still try to control the cue ball. Uh, you try to get a good spread, but I think it's it's mainly the, the hardest thing about the break is the timing. So the timing is like a it's a real sensitive uh, thing to practice, and it's just really hard to really um, maintain and just keep continue doing the same thing. So it's like because there's so much power into the break, and it's just not it's not just power, but it's also the timing how you hit the ball so you can still hit them like straight and like real clean but it's just uh, yeah the way how you how you push through the cue ball uh, on the break has a big uh, impact on how the ball is running and uh, of course this is still a luck factor uh, you still need a little bit of luck um, but yeah the timing is, is probably the most important thing on the break. I want to talk about another young New Zealander who's been overseas applying his trade and has some pretty good results recently. And I know you've done a lot of work with him, and he's starting to, starting to, only just maybe just a little bit, Marco, but not really starting to challenge you a little bit. His name's Sullivan Clark. How do you rate him, and what's he been doing overseas? Yeah, he's been um, he's been the most talented uh, player in New Zealand for the for the last couple of years. Um, he is, he's just the reason why he's so good. He's real dedicated. Uh, he's hungry. Um, to really commit to the game, um, yeah, he really, um, yeah, he really think me about myself when I was start playing pool. So he's really just he's just 110 percent for the game, and uh, I think I think that's all you need pretty much. So uh, yeah, but I would say, you know, after me, he's probably the best player in New Zealand. Um, but it's just I think it's just about the commitment that he makes. Uh, just real disciplined, uh, loves the game, uh, put a lot of time in it. He travels a lot, so. Uh, yeah, no, he's a great player, and uh, I'm quite lucky to have him here in New Zealand because, uh, you know, he challenged me a lot right now the last couple of years, and uh, yeah, that keeps me really motivated and uh, that keeps me really pushing, like practicing more, to uh, to be on top of it. So uh, now it's, it's great to have him in New Zealand.
Sure. Yeah, Marco, you found your feet here in New Zealand a little bit. You spent the last sort of 18 years playing the game around the world and playing every small event. You've had some pretty big wins, having won the US 10 Ball Championship back in 2019, one of the great results. Um, yeah. And then you landed here in New Zealand. You've been employed by Massey, um, the biggest Q Sport club in the country with 20,000 members. Uh, they've been very good to you in terms of supporting you and helping you. You've returned the favour by doing a lot of coaching and um, doing a lot of work around the Q Sports, which has now led you to represent New Zealand at these World Championships. Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, uh, all the credits are going for Messi, 100%. I mean, uh, what Messi does for the Q Sports is, uh, yeah, it's just insane. I mean, uh, I've been uh, I've been working for Messi for the last three years right now, I would say three years, three and a bit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, for me, it's the right place and uh, and the, and the, yeah, it's like I can't I can't explain how happy I'm to be uh, be part of Messi and work for Messi. I mean, uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, um, they yeah they do everything. I mean, they're spending so much time and, uh, and money uh, in the juniors. So yeah, we're really lucky to have Messi in New Zealand. Yeah, and what about your own form heading into these World Championships? I mean, these days, as I said, you 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 do work. Yes, you work in Q Sports, but it does mean that. It's not just about you and your training anymore. Are you happy with the, the form you're in, with the work you've been putting on on the table? Yeah, um, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm quite happy. I would say there's still there's still little things that I would like to work on, and uh, um, yeah, it's 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 a bit harder when you work full time and uh, and and practice like uh, try to get a practice in like three hours a day. Um, yeah, it's a, it's quite challenging, especially when you work full time, but. Um, yeah, I think with all the support I get from the club, uh, it's 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 possible. Um, but yeah, now what I said, I've been I've been playing pretty well the last uh, the last couple of months, and I've been putting a lot of time in, especially uh, especially after the bad mm-hmm. result in the in the US uh, US Open last month. So that really that really pushed me to practice a bit harder. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, now I, I feel I feel I feel confident. I'm uh, I'm quite excited, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So. Yeah, Marco. What's the um, difference? I mean, what in terms of having to shift your mindset? What technically, tactically, what is it about eight ball versus say nine ball and ten ball? Clearly, nine ball. You got nine balls on the table. Ten ball. Ten balls on the table. Clearly, um, when we play eight ball, it's actually fifteen balls. We've all played it. Solids versus stripes, or unders versus overs. Um, how different are the games in terms of the way you need to approach it? I would say in a in a lot of um, yeah, I would say nine of nine ball and ten balls is a bit easier when it comes to uh, making up your mind. Um, it, with eight ball, you have a bit more options, but you play it a little bit more as a tactical uh, game. I would say, um, but yeah, under the shot clock, usually under in the in the higher higher uh, part of the tournament so when you come to the last 64 last 32 they they usually put a shot clock on so that really force you to think fast and especially with like difficult situations mm-hmm. and a lot of options on the table uh it can be quite challenging so i would say i would say a ball is easier um when it comes to running a wreck but when it comes to making decisions and when the pressure is on and when you have like some difficult situations on the wreck, it's, it's yeah, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit more hard, harder, I would say. Mm, yeah. I mean, like the rotation games, like nine ball and ten ball, really force you. You know, it's like you just go from the one to the two, so there's no other option. But with uh, with eight ball, there's like a lot of different options to actually finish the wreck. Mm. 
take the wrong one, you you, you get stuck somewhere in the game. Mm. So, um, w- w- which form of the game do you have to have a better safety game in terms of looking to snooker your opponent if, in fact, you can't play a particular shot? Is, yeah. is safety more prevalent in the eight ball or in the other shorter forms? No, nah, nah, it's hundred percent in the rotation game. So in the nine ball and ten ball, you play more safe than uh, than in eight ball. Eight ball, I would say, like majority of the of the game is like is like pretty much like clearing. So I would say like eighty percent of the of the of the games that we played will be like a break and run after after the break, or it's the, if there's no ball going in, usually it will be finished. Or the or the play that breaks, they usually finish. So it's like, yeah, what I said is eighty percent of the of the of the break will be finished after the break will be finished. So it's like there's not much defending uh, here and there. You get maybe one game that you one or two games that you get a couple mm. of like tricky situations on the on the table. But majority mm. of the of the high level pool in A ball is like it's just like a break and run pretty much. Mm. And people might not be familiar with this, but you guys all carry three cues. You have a cue purely for breaking. You have a cue for general play, and then you also have a cue for jumping. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I mean, uh, what I said, you know, with able because you don't have that much uh, safety that you play, so you don't use your jump cue as much. Um, it's mainly when you just snooker yourself, or um, yeah, or like your opponent snooker. But yeah, you don't use your j- uh, jump cue as much. Uh, we have the break queue. I mean, the break queue is probably the most important queue when you when you play a ball. It's like uh, yeah, getting a good spread, getting a good quality queue that uh, that gives you the best uh, the best spread of the balls. So uh, yeah, and all the queues these days have been made from carbon fiber, and uh, yeah, they're quite the the quality of those queues are really good. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sponsored by Predator. They're doing a really good uh, good thing with getting the best products out there. So. Uh, yeah, I'm quite lucky to uh, to use the best equipment out there. Predator, quite prevalent here in New Zealand, quite a big brand and seems to be the brand of choice these days for a lot of our top players really do understand what's required. Yeah, yeah, they're sponsored, like I would say like uh, 70% of the, of the of the pro players in American pool. Um, so yeah, they're really like, they're really up there. Uh, mm. There's not yet, pretty much all the top players are using it, so quality is good um, they're really looking at the players what what they need to get the quality better so uh, now they've been out there for like a long time and uh, yeah I've been playing my whole life with Predator and it's, and it's been great so yeah well Marco Toysha good luck with the upcoming eight ball world championships and good luck to Sheridan Burmester, Kieran Dempsey, Alex Andre, Sullivan Clark and the others competing in Puerto Rico we look forward to following you uh, following your progress thank you so much Mark appreciate it there you go, Marco Toysha, number 23 in the world across the three major forms these days of Q Sports.